Hey everyone, Happy New Year! I want to wish you all such a wonderful 2022. I hope all your dreams come true and everything you wish for works out in the most magical ways. I really hope 2022 is the best year yet. I can feel it and I hope you feel it too. So I hope you're excited about what's to come. And I want to start this podcast off by saying thank you so much for 2021. It was such a wonderful year, especially doing this podcast. I learned so much by just showing up and posting, but also hearing from you. It means so much to me every time you like or comment or subscribe or share or message me and let me know what your thoughts are. It's been such a rewarding experience to me and I've really learned a lot. I've not only learned a lot myself by sharing, but I've learned a lot about you and the things that you connect with and the things that make a difference for you. And that's why I'm doing this, just to share insights that I get in hopes that it helps you too. And so I'm really excited for this episode of the podcast because it's around this type of time of year that we all start to set goals. At the beginning of the year or towards the end of a year, you start thinking about all the things that you want and want to achieve and things that you want for yourself and for your family and for your life. And so goals are super important. It helps you work towards something. And I've set goals um, throughout my life. And I've noticed, especially over the past year or two, specific type of goals that make a really big difference. Obviously, we all know of common goals um, that we all kind of have, like exercising or reading. But there's a lot of power in the atomic goals, the little things that you can do the little things that maybe we overlook that can make the biggest impact in your life. And although we look at our lives through years, like this is 2022, so you're looking at what can I accomplish, what can I do throughout this year, and where you are now in January is going to look a lot different than where you end up in December. And although you're looking at your goals throughout the years, your goals have power in the moment in the day-by-day lifestyle. That is where life is happening. It's not happening anywhere else. The past doesn't exist and the future never comes. It is right here and right now. So I wanna share with you some goals you can really do day-to-day in the moment that will make the biggest difference in the end. And that's what we're here for on this episode of the It's a Vibe podcast. I'm your host, Vivika, and I really have a good feeling about 2022, and I'm ready to work hard and make some magic happen, and I hope you're all with me on this. And that's why on this episode, I want to share 25 different types of goals you can have in 2022 that will make all the difference in your life. So let's get into it. When you start looking at your goals in this way, it could change everything. It did for me. Of course, it's so common for most people to set goals in January, and then by the end of the year, they dissipate or fall off or never really stick. So how do we actually make changes and accomplish the things that we want? This is what's really helped me, and this is how I've designed these type of goals I'm about to share with you and how I came up with them. And so something that I've realized in life is that everything starts within. Most of the goals people make are outward goals in the physical world, for example, to exercise daily or somehow work out to get your dream body, eat well, sleep early, etc. But if you don't change what's going on 
inside of you first, it's going to be hard to make those goals come true on the outside. And all of this has to do with how you identify internally. If you don't see yourself as someone who can be successful, happy, healthy, intelligent, achieve those goals that you set, it's going to be very difficult for your actions to match your beliefs, aka it's going to be really hard to maintain your goals if you don't believe you can do them. I read the book Atomic Habits by James Clear, and he says that true behavior change is driven by identity change. And your identity is what you believe about yourself. So if you identify as someone who can't accomplish that goal, it's going to be really difficult for you to stick to it. James Clear goes on to say that the process of building habits is actually the process of becoming yourself. So it's important to create goals that align with who you want to become. And although it might be hard to imagine yourself with that end result, Let's say, for example, your goal is to make a million dollars or lose that specific weight. What's important is how you design that goal that allows you to take the baby steps that create the big change you are looking for in the future. The atomic habits, the atomic goals, as in the little things you can do every day that build up to make that huge impact and to eventually help you become your dream self, your best self, help you achieve whatever it is that you want. It really depends on how you design that goal, but more than that, how you feel about that, how you see yourself in that way. And so it's so important to start small and not focus on the end result, more so focus on the little things that you can do. And that's what I want to help with um, in this episode. So this is how I designed my goals this year. What I did is I designed my future self first. Who do I want to become and who do I know I am capable of becoming? And so I asked myself, what does a day look like if I were living it as my dream version of me? What does the best version of me do and behave like in just one day? What habits in daily practices do I need to be and feel my best? And I worked backward from there to create my goals from this year. And now I'm going to share with you 25 goals, different types of goals that you can implement that most successful people live like on the regular. These are lifestyle changes that will help you change your life. And you just keep going at them until you become that person. They're the little things that you do in your day that if you keep doing them, stay disciplined about them, stay committed to them, stick to that goal, you will see what a big impact it makes. And so I'm going to include some common goals um, that maybe you've heard of and that most people have and some that you may not think to do but make a big difference. And with each type of goal, I'm going to share examples of each to help you make it your own. And that's what I highly encourage you to do. Make these your own. That is the only way this will work. I'm going to start off with my number one top favorite goal. This is the goal that changed my life. It was the goal that the one that I stuck to that made the biggest difference in my life. The one that I beg people to try and include in their daily 
lives and their daily practices and their daily routine. It has made the biggest impact in my life and not just mine, but so many other people. And that is the goal of meditation, to include a daily meditation practice. In 2018, I had quite, at the end of 2017 was like one of the worst moments and years of my life. If you've listened to my story, um, episode number one, the origin story, you know that everything fell apart for me all at the same time. Everything went wrong. It was like the rug under my feet just got pulled and I was falling into a black hole. I was so lost. And all of a sudden, I just had this urge, this hunch to just commit to this. And I did. I committed every single day to meditate. It was non-negotiable for me. And I stuck to it. It was something that it wasn't easy, but it felt easy in the sense that I knew, something in me knew that this is what I had to stick to. And also, when I w- what I was going through was really hard mentally. I was going through a breakup, my parents were sick, and I was just in so much pain and agony and suffering that meditating for just 10 minutes at first a day was like such a big relief. It just helped me stop overthinking and over obsessing over those things that were causing me so much pain. It was just a little bit of relief. And I'm telling you, that practice, that goal alone has completely changed my life. It was the one thing that I really attribute all the things that happened to me up until this point. Like my awakening, I don't think that would have happened if I didn't go inward and start actually paying attention to what was going on in my mind and trying to comment and be more present and aware. If I didn't do that, I don't know if I would have had that little moment of enlightenment or that little awakening. And so I highly encourage to for you to include some sort of meditation goal in 2022. And the way you can do this and starting off is just by minutes per day. Minutes per day, just try to clock in. I would say start with just 10 minutes. I know you can do two or five, but really like 10 minutes, if you can commit to that every day, it's just 10 minutes out of your day. But it makes such a huge, huge impact. Another way you can do this Instead of just saying, okay, I'm just going to do 10 minutes of it a day, you can schedule it into your day. So for example, sometime in the morning, okay, after my morning coffee, I, I'll try and set aside 10 minutes before I have to go to work or, you know, log on from home, just 10 minutes in that, in that morning time to, to really sneak in those, that meditation practice, or maybe after lunch, or maybe after work, or maybe right before you go to bed. That is a perfect way to kind of try and anchor this goal in. And for those of you that do meditate, maybe you can have a a different type of meditation goal. As in, instead of doing um, guided meditations, maybe you try this year to do your own meditations. That's my meditation goal this year. I've been listening to a lot of guided meditations, but now I don't want earphones in. I don't want background music. I just want to sit with myself and my breath. And and so that's my meditation goal for this year. So there's a lot of variety you can do, whether you're a beginner or more experienced, try to change it up and keep it exciting. But highly, highly recommend meditation as a goal that you try to implement into your life. It will 
change you. It will do so much good. I promise you. See for yourself. 10 minutes a day. Start there and just see the magic happen. So that's my number one. Okay, the next goal, I'm going to start off with another common goal. And that is reading. It is so important to incorporate reading into your life. Leaders are readers. When I started reading, that's when I noticed a huge amount of momentum that led me to where I was and, and led me to that little awakening, that moment where everything made sense and I got that sense of clarity. What you can learn from books can actually completely flip your world upside down, change your perception of everything. You'll learn something that you never knew before. And so the way that I look at reading goals, you can do it multiple, multiple ways. One way is number of books a year. Maybe you want to read one book per month. Maybe you want to read six books this year. Maybe you want to read one book a week. Maybe you want to read one book a day. It's totally up to you. But having the number of books is a great way to have a reading goal. Another way is, and I highly recommend that everyone, you should read every single day. That is something for me that's completely non-negotiable. I must read every day. It's something that I've noticed such a good impact, positive impact on my life. So it's some, it's a goal, it's a habit that I don't want to go away. I enjoy it. And I never always used to like to read. Growing up, I was not a reader. I was an athlete. And being an athlete and being also like a science kid, the, the reading I did was textbooks or I was playing basketball. So reading, it was kind of like, mm, I'm not a reader. But then once I started picking up books, oh man, my life has changed. And so another way to actually get you to read every day is just minutes per day, 10 minutes a day, 20 minutes a day, half an hour a day, an hour a day, whatever you can fit in, whatever you can work with, just start there. Or you could do pages per day, just want to read five pages a day, 10 pages a day. Maybe if you're just starting off, just read one page a day just to get you in the habit of reading every day. Another thing that you can do is maybe type of books. I really, really, really love nonfiction books. Things that um, help me with my personal development, self-help, finance books, business books. I'm obsessed with that. Uh, I have found my genre. And before when I wasn't a reader, I was trying to read different you know, I would read romance or coming of age or thriller and it never really stuck. But as soon as I found my genre of personal development, it it was it. And once I found that, it reading became easy. It became an easy habit to pick up. So one way you can set a reading goal is maybe you try different genres. Maybe if you're still not a reader yet, if you explore different genres and you find your genre it'll feel like magic and it'll be way easier to create that reading habit. So that's the next goal that you can have is some sort of reading goal. And I highly recommend you try and do that every day. The next one is another common goal. And it's a writing goal. Again, there's so many things that have changed my life. But seriously, I mean it when I say writing was something that really, really helped me mentally. I was never a writer. And I, when I was going through that tough time, I was just drawn to it. 
It's so interesting when I look back and see all the things that I was drawn to in my like suffering moments, that things that I just started doing out of my suffering that has made all the difference. And writing was one of them. And so at first, again, I never wrote down. I wasn't even the person that would really take that many notes. Or You know, when you, as a student, when you would study and you would create study notes? Yeah, that wasn't me. <laughs> I never wrote anything down. And you know, like sometimes like when you're in school, you got like an agenda and you had to like write down your homework or write down all the things that you had to do in your agenda. Yeah, mine was blank. <laughs> I was never that person. And then when I started doing it, it was kind of like, where was this my whole life? Like, why didn't I do this from the start? It really made a big difference. So a way that you can do writing, like get a writing goal or really get you to, to write almost every day. One way is just like a daily journal. At first, I just wrote whatever I felt. And that was the easiest access, the easiest way to start writing. At the time, I was going through something really difficult. So it was really easy and natural for me to just write my thoughts. And it kind of helped me get things out of my head. It felt like, you know, all these thoughts and feelings were just swirling around inside of me. And then as soon as I pen to papered them, it's like I released them and let them go. So if you're going through something, if you're struggling, start there. Try that. Just write how you feel. And don't overthink it. Like the way that it helped me is like no one is ever going to read this. So it doesn't matter if I sound stupid or if whatever I'm saying doesn't make sense or it's not perfect or the grammar's off. It doesn't matter. Just get yourself to write. And I found that writing about my feelings and thoughts when I was going through something was really helpful. Another way that you can have a writing goal is maybe you're working on some sort of side hustle. Maybe you're trying to make online content. Maybe you're trying to be an entrepreneur or something. Commit. Commit to maybe writing a blog. Commit to maybe writing a caption. Commit to maybe writing something that you can share with others. Something that helps keep you accountable. If you start a daily blog, then showing up every day and creating for that blog will help you keep that writing goal. Because when you share it publicly, then other people will hold you accountable. It's not just in your own space. You almost feel drawn to, to, to feel the need to keep sharing it. So that's another way to help you kind of get into the writing habit. Or maybe you're writing a book. Maybe you want to write a book. Maybe you commit to, you know, writing a few pages every day or trying to get a chapter in a week. Whatever your writing goal is, just write. And something that I highly recommend that you write, which we'll get into in a later goal, is maybe you can write your schedule. Maybe you can write to-do lists. Maybe you can plan your days. Just pen to paper anything that you want to get out of you. Anything that's swirling on inside of you that you just want to release. And that's what I've, it helped me a lot with, like, being anxious and and feeling overwhelmed because when it was just in my head I had to keep thinking about it because I needed to remember it I needed to remind myself but once I wrote wrote it out and wrote it down I just let it go and I felt like like a weight lifted off my shoulder so a writing goal I highly recommend for 2022 you will notice the difference right away so incorporating and implementing a writing goal will make a huge difference in your life Okay, moving on to goal number four. This one is like very personal to me. It is a clean space goal. I did not realize how important 
and how much your environment and your living space affects you personally. And I think we've all experienced this within the past few years with what's going on in the world and everyone having to kind of stay home and be locked down or with everything going on. It's forced us to kind of be at home and be with ourselves. And what I've realized is your room or or your living area, your home, if it's messy, if it's dirty, if it's unorganized, it's kind of a reflection of what's going on inside of you. So if your space is messy, it could be a good indication that that's also kind of how you're feeling inside. When I was teaching, something that we would tell the students when we were virtual was that it would be difficult to kind of do work from your room. Like now, instead of going to school every day, you're sitting at home in your room or wherever it is in your house and you have to do the same amount of work. And something that we notice is that if your room is super messy, it has an impact on your mental health. If your room feels cluttered and disorganized and dirty, it could be impacting you. So a goal to have in 2022 is to always try to maintain a clean living space. And this could look like a bunch of different things. So one example is to always keep your room clean. So for me, for example, as soon as my laundry is done, instead of putting it on that chair (laughs) that sits in your room, just put it away. It takes less than five minutes. Just put it away right away. Instead of leaving it and do saying you'll do do it later, because then it builds up. Then another thing comes and you're like, oh, whatever, I'll just do it all at one time. Just put it away right then and there. That's another rule. Like instead of putting it down, just put it where it belongs. So if you get um, your, your notebook and you're taking it into your room, instead of just throwing it on your desk, why don't you put it exactly where it needs to be in your desk, as an example? Or your, your socks, instead of just throwing it uh, on your dresser or in your bed, put it in your dresser where they actually belong. So having a clean space, but also just putting things away right away will help you maintain that healthy living space that helps you be your best self. So another example of a clean space is, let's say in the kitchen, dishes. Do the dishes right away. Instead of leaving the dish there right on beside the sink, take two seconds and do the dish right then and there or put it directly into the dishwasher. Or another thing that you could do is maybe have a cleaning schedule. Instead of just doing it whenever, whenever you have time or, you know, scheduling or, or, or just, you know, thinking about when am I going to do it next? If you have a schedule to follow, then you don't need to think about it. Then you know, okay, Tuesdays, I'm cleaning the washroom. Wednesdays, I'm cleaning the kitchen. Thursdays, I'm sweeping the floor and vacuuming, etc., etc. Having a clean space directly impacts your mental health and how you feel. If you're living in a space that's cluttered and dirty all the time, not only is it a projection of what's going on inside of you, but it could also be impacting what's going on inside of you. So for 2022, trying to maintain a clean space just has a good energy to it and it'll definitely make you feel better. So that's another goal. Okay, so the next one, this is one of my favorite goals that I've come up with and I'm really excited to implement it this year. It's something that I've struggled with in the past, but I feel different about it this year and I'm excited to actually stick to this 
and, and, and stay with it and see the results that come from it. And that is the goal of mental discipline. So this is something that involves completely inward thoughts, inward awareness, I should say. To have the mental discipline to notice, become aware of this, and then actually stick to what it is that you want. So let me give you an example. An example would be letting go of a memory or of something that you're holding on to. So for example, let's say you're dealing with an, a, a, a breakup, a relationship ending, and you can't stop thinking about your ex. When you're sitting there, you know, hanging out with your family or friends, and something kind of triggers it or clues in that you start thinking about your ex, instead of spiraling into those thoughts, into those memories, either thinking back into the past and repicturing, reimagining a moment that you had together, or maybe you're going into the future and, and picturing yourself running into them or bumping into them or maybe, you know, finally talking again or them calling you or texting you. Stop. Stop and have the mental discipline to first notice that you went back there, that you're now thinking about that thing or that person and have the awareness, the discipline, the strength to pause and let it go. Let that thought go. Let that memory go. Let that imagined scenario in your head of your ex or whatever it is, let it go. And come back to wherever you are in that moment and just take a deep breath, be present, pay attention to what you're doing, refocus, let it go. That's an example of mental discipline. So something that's draining your energy, something that's taking your attention away from the moment, have the mental discipline to one, become aware of it and notice it, and then two, use your awareness to switch it to something else. Something easy to switch back to is your breath. Anchor in with, take a deep breath, feel the breath, or just come back to what you're doing. Maybe you're at work and you're working on something, bring it back to that. Maybe you're having dinner with somebody that you really love or your family or your friends. Pay attention to what they're saying. Don't get consumed in that thought. Don't get, don't fall into that spiral of thinking about it over and over and over again. Have the mental discipline to notice and let go of it. So that's one example. Another example would be a worry, to stop a specific worry. Maybe there's something that you're fearing, or maybe you have some sort of insecurity. So for example, maybe you're really worried about you not getting the job, or you not being able to go somewhere or travel somewhere. Every time you notice that worry, it does you no good to worry about it. What's the point of worrying about it? Worrying does not change anything. Worrying just puts you in a low energy state. It drains you of your energy. It doesn't make you feel good. So if you have the mental discipline to catch yourself in the worry, in the fear, in the insecurity, to notice that that's what you're thinking about, and then just switch it back. Let it go. Just let it pass and anchor it back into the moment, whether, whether it's your breath or just paying attention to what's going on right in front of you in that moment. So having the mental discipline to really let go of the things that aren't serving you anymore. Having the awareness to do so. And the more and more you practice this, the more you'll feel good. 
because you're living in the moment. You're not living in the fear of the past or the fear of the future. You're not worrying about something unnecessarily. You're using your mental energy, your awareness. You're connecting to that infinite intelligence, that consciousness. You are using that to stay grounded and stay present. And when you do that, that's when life gets interesting. Because instead of worrying about something so for example let's say i'm sitting there and i'm just thinking and thinking and thinking and worrying and worrying and worrying about me not being able to travel in the future and i'm just dwelling on it and i'm just so upset by it and there i am just mentally thinking about it internally over and over again i might be missing opportunities right in front of me of chances that i could travel maybe it's a job opportunity maybe somebody's you know talking about and dropping hints that they want to travel and do something or talking about this amazing trip that they planned. Here I am just thinking about how I'm not going to travel. If you can let go of those type of thoughts and use your awareness to really just come back and stay grounded, calm your mind, calm your body and pay attention to what's going on, that goal of having mental discipline will do wonders for you and you never know what opportunities will come from that when you release and let go your your attachment to things that you fear or that you're worried about or that you're holding on to and you just use your awareness to come back into that moment that's when opportunities show up okay and moving on the next goal this is so important i am really realizing this all over again and that is having a fitness goal a movement goal or an exercise goal This is a non-negotiable. And every day of your life, you should incorporate some sort of movement. Of course, there are rest days when you just want your body to relax and recoup and recover. But for the most part, you should be moving. You should be out there getting some sort of exercise, moving your body, making it feel good. And so a good way to have a fitness goal or a movement goal is some you could start off with days per week. Start with something that's attainable, something that you can actually reach. Don't just start with seven days a week if you're doing none right now. Start with three or four and then work your way up. So that's one way you can do it. Another way is minutes per day. Maybe you just want 30 minutes a day. If you can manage that in your schedule, maybe 10 minutes a day. There are so many good exercises, high-intensity exercises, so many experts that say, you know, seven minutes a day is all you need, 10 minutes a day is all you need. So just start there. That way you can at least just get your goal of some sort of movement. And another way is it just needs to be movement. It's not like you need to go back to the, go to the gym and start lifting all these heavy weights if you're not there yet. Your goal could just be go for a walk. I keep hearing one of the best ways to lose weight and stay healthy is just to walk after you eat. So maybe that's your goal. After you eat dinner or after you eat a big meal, just go for a 10-minute walk. That is a fitness goal. That is helping you. That is helping your body be healthy. Start there. Or maybe you're a little more than a beginner. Maybe you are exercising every day and you have specific gym goals and fitness goals. It's important to build a relationship with your body, listen to your body, know what your body needs, while also educating yourself on how the human body works and then trying to create a goal from there. Fitness goal is so common and I think it's something that everybody should have in their life. Okay, and the next goal, this is the goal that I've been doing the most lately. Um, It's been 
something that's just come to me naturally in the sense that I've just drawn to it once again. And it's been really helpful uh, in actually sticking with the goal. And that is an elimination goal. Just removing something completely. I'm a big fan of cold turkey. Just cut it out. Instead of gradually stopping it, I find it easier just to stop it altogether. How I started doing this goal, again, it was after the worst year of my life, and actually during the worst year of my life, that I removed sugar completely. I removed all processed and refined sugar. The only sugar I would get were from natural sources of sugar, like fruit. And how I got to this was I was somebody who ate a lot of sugar. I was very much addicted to chocolate. I love chocolate. I was eating chocolate every single day. And when I was 27 years old, 26, 27 years old, my dad got diagnosed with cancer. He's completely fine now. He's 100%, which is great. Um, But at that time, we were going and seeing doctors and going to a bunch of different appointments and meeting with a lot of people to help my dad overcome that. And one of the biggest things was like a lifestyle change. And in that was a diet change. And what really stuck with me, the doctor says that one of the number one things that contribute to cancer cells proliferating and staying alive was sugar. And when she said that, it was like a punch in the face because I ate a lot of sugar every day. And now to hear, especially like with my dad, seeing as as he needs to eliminate sugar because of what's going on and, and, and the cancer, it just hit me. And right then and there, I just cold turkey stopped. For one year, I did not eat any sugar. And I didn't think that I could ever do that. Like if you had asked me before that, there was no way I would give up sugar. Even maybe while you're listening to me say this, you're like, mm, no, no chance am I doing that. But there is something, there is something that you know deep down that if you just eliminated, it, it would make a big difference. And sometimes it's something that you don't think that you can do. But when you do it, you know how much strength you get from that? You know how much you prove to yourself? Like I really did not think I could give up sugar. And when I did it, it was life-changing. <clears throat> and so some things that maybe you could give up, maybe you want to give up alcohol. Maybe there's some sort of addiction, some sort of vice that you have that you want to give it up. Uh, another example is um, news, negative news. More than ever, I think, in the history of the human world, it is important to shut off that news. That's another thing that I've eliminated. Don't pay attention to the news. Although it's in our face and it's hard to avoid, I do not act- actively look up news. Another thing could be porn. Porn is really unhealthy and it's something that a lot of people mindlessly watch, but really it's having a lot of negative effects on their lives. Maybe another thing is social media. Maybe you just need a break and you're tired and tired of comparing yourself to everyone and, and going, spending so much time on your phone and on these apps. Maybe you just delete, delete social media for a bit. Anything, you know what's best for you to eliminate in your life right now. So Take note and see what's something that you can get rid of that will help you with your health, overall physical and mental health. The next goal is something that I think every successful person does. This is a goal that I've started 
and and not succeeded but it's something that I'm just going to keep trying until I get it and because I know what a big difference this makes and that is a schedule goal to really schedule and organize your time time is a resource that is not unlimited it 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 goes away you cannot get it back so successful people value their days they value every waking moment of their day and they make the most of it and the best way to make the most of your day and your time is to schedule it and try and stick to that schedule so one way you can do this and this is what most successful people do is you schedule your day the night before or the day before you know when you're waking up you know what you're doing first thing in the morning you know what you're doing after lunch you know what you're doing by the end of the day you know all the things that you're going to get done that next day and you're going to accomplish. And this really helps you move towards your other goals. Scheduling your time really helps you create more time. And it's something that is difficult to stick with. or Maybe that is your personality where you are good at scheduling things. But really, this is a goal that helps you achieve all other goals. This is a goal that will help you stay disciplined in whatever it is that you're trying to do. So creating a daily schedule or maybe even a schedule to do something like schedule in your reading time, schedule in your workout time, schedule in your cleaning time. Creating schedules for yourself and trying to stick to those schedules will help you really get results and make a big impact in your daily life. The next type of goal is an affirmation goal. I've spoken about on this podcast how important affirmations are. If you want to check out that episode, I go into full detail about what affirmations are and why they're important. Affirmation is basically just like a mantra, something that you repeat to yourself, a saying or a phrase or a word. And so having this affirmation goal is similar to like the mental discipline. The reason why affirmations are so important and so impactful is I learned this from the book Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. It's basically like rewiring your brain, basically like programming your internal dialogue, your software. Because the more you say something to yourself, the more you repeat it, the more likely it is to get past your conscious mind because you're consciously saying it. But the more you just constantly say it, the more it can become unconscious. And that's when that belief or affirmation can reach your unconscious mind and really start manifesting itself into the real world. Thoughts are things. So if you continue to repeat a certain thought, eventually it'll show up in your life. Eventually it'll become true because you believe it to be true, because you keep repeating it. So an example of an affirmation goal could be you committing to a specific affirmation. So maybe throughout the day, you're constantly reminding yourself, I am healthy, I am safe, or I, I, I am exactly where I need to be. An affirmation that I like to say to myself and that I try to commit to saying to myself is, everything is always working out for me. Everything is always working out for me. In moments where I'm going through something, in moments where I'm just pausing, in moments where I'm really happy and, and feeling good, constantly saying everything is always working out for me and sticking to that affirmation if you imagine how much imagine if you said that to yourself over and over again in a day and then for a whole year maybe everything will work out for you and so making sure that you have a specific affirmation that you stick to or maybe multiple ones that you stick to 
could really help you reprogram your mind and help you actually achieve whatever it is that you want to achieve. Another way to do an affirmation goal is to actually schedule a time in your day to repeat these affirmations. And I highly recommend morning or night. The first thing you do in the morning and the last thing you do before you go to sleep at bed at night. So for example, as soon as I wake up, I say, I'm happy, I'm healthy, I'm grateful for this day, I'm grateful for my home, I'm grateful for my family, I'm grateful for exactly where I am right now in my life. And boom, start the day. Because then right when you wake up and right before you go to bed, that is your best access to your subconscious and unconscious mind because you're still kind of in that sleep state. Your brain waves are still close to kind of that delta deep hypnosis, deep unconscious uh, brain waves. So it's easier to influence your subconscious and unconscious mind at those time of day. So right when you wake up, first thing when you wake up and right before you go to bed saying those things to yourself, repeating them, and their healthy, helpful mantras and affirmations could make a big difference in your life. So that's the affirmation goal. The next goal is a breathing goal. Breath is so important. If you don't breathe, you're not living. It's literally that important. And so it's. I found it so interesting when I was learning about breath work to find that most people are breathing wrong. And most people aren't breathing in a way that helps them feel good and helps their body function optimally. So a lot of us now, because we're in such a stress state, we have a lot of chronic stress, we have a lot of things that we worry about and a lot of like self-suffering, our breaths have become very shallow. And most of the day we're doing the shallow breathing. And breath is so important to rejuvenate the body and refresh the body and relax the body and keep the body's functions working. A lot of processes in our body require that oxygen, require breath to work properly. And if we're taking shallow breaths all throughout the day, every day, then we're not getting enough oxygen. We're not getting what our body needs to function optimally. So a way that you can do a breathwork goal or a breathing goal is to actually implement a breathwork practice. So similar to like meditating, maybe you do 10 minutes a day, doing 10 minutes of breathwork a day is super healthy and will really change the chemistry of your body. People that, uh, mentors that I, I follow that, that talk about breath, number one, Wim Hof. The Wim Hof technique is awesome. Definitely try it out. It is some deep breath work that really magical things happen. Um, another person is Dr. Joe Dispenza. He actually incorporates a lot of breath work into his meditations and it helps you act, um, activate altered states and kind of get you really into the moment. Because when you're paying attention to your breath, you are paying attention to the present moment. It's grounding you right then in, in that moment, right there and then. And so it's a super powerful practice. So maybe doing 10 minutes of breath work a day or, or taking 30 deep breaths a day or, or 100 deep breaths a day, something in your day where you have a breath work practice will be super beneficial to the health, to your healthy body, your healthy mind, to the state that you're in daily. Another way to do a breathing practice or a breathing goal is to just be mindful of taking a deep breath throughout the day. So 
anytime maybe your goal is, anytime you notice that you're feeling stressed, or maybe you're feeling a little overwhelmed, maybe you're feeling a little tired, maybe you're thinking about that worry again or that fear again, to stop, pause, and take a few deep breaths, maybe three deep breaths, and just reset in that moment, reset your mind, reset your body, reset that present moment and anchor you back into it and that could be really helpful so a goal could be just anytime you notice you're getting stressed or upset or kind of off balance pause and take three deep breaths or something another another way to do um, uh, breathing is not just deep breaths but another way to calm your mind is to actually breathe in and then when you exhale let your exhale be longer than your inhale this really helps calm the mind, calm the body, and reset the nervous system. So maybe that could be some sort of breathwork goal that you have is within the day, try to mindfully take longer exhales in certain moments where maybe you're feeling overwhelmed or stressed or whatever it is. So that could be a breathing goal. And of course, breathing is super powerful. This is a very powerful practice. And if you create this goal for yourself in 2022, you will notice changes in your body, not just physically, but mentally as well. Okay, the next goal. This is something that most of us in the world have right now and that we have spent a lot, a lot of time on recently, especially over the past two years. And this is a phone goal. We spend so much time on our phones now. It is where we live. It, it's what has most of our attention. It's something that we're mostly all addicted to. So having a phone goal could be really beneficial to your mental health. So an example of a phone goal is maybe less screen time. Our phones actually track our screen time, most of them. So you can see that a lot of people are spending like seven, eight hours on their phone a day. So maybe paying attention to your screen time, seeing how much time you spend on your phone, and then trying to limit it. But you can even set it on your phone to set reminders like, okay, you've had enough screen time for the day, like time to not be on your phone as much. So maybe you're trying to get under four hours a day or three hours a day, or maybe under six hours a day. So that could be an example of how you set a phone goal, less screen time. Another way is uh, time of day. So again, I'm a cold turkey fan. So no phone at all right before bed or no phone at all right when you wake up. Remember, those are two very powerful, impactful times of the day as soon as you wake up and as soon as you go to bed. So maybe no phone one hour before you go to bed. That could be really helpful for your mental health, but then also your subconscious mind. Because if you're watching TikToks all day, right up until the moment where you go to bed, let's say you're on TikTok for an hour or two hours right before you go to bed and then you turn off your phone and immediately done you go to sleep what's in your mind is whatever showed up on your for you page whatever showed up on your feed on tiktok and so you're at mercy of whatever it is that's on your phone and that's what's actually programming your subconscious mind whether you're aware of it or not so if you take time away from the screen before you go to bed it's you're spending time alone with yourself and your thoughts. And that could be really healthy for you to maybe work through something that you're struggling with or interject some beliefs that you want, some manifestations that you're trying to achieve, trying to reprogram your mind, say those affirmations, do whatever you need before bed. 
and it can also help you with your sleep. You know, that blue light coming from your phone isn't good for you if you're trying to fall asleep. So eliminating phones right before bed would be super helpful. Another way is like right when you wake up, you're, we're kind of addicted to our phone notifications. Like anytime you see a like or somebody message you, it's that dopamine, that pleasure response that and your body is constantly seeking that. Once you get that one like, you want the next and the next and the next and you're searching for that. So if you start your day off like that, it changes your state. Your, your, your body and your mind is getting wired to looking for those rewards. And if you're not getting them, it's feeling disappointed. It's getting let down. So removing your phone first thing in the morning and spending that time with yourself alone. Maybe you're doing your affirmations. Maybe you're meditating. Maybe you're exercising. Maybe, maybe you're, you're eating healthy. Whatever it is, that's your time not you and your phone time. So setting a phone goal, I think more than ever in 2022 is super important and I think a big game changer. The next goal has the power to completely change the way you look at life. It could be something that it just finally clicks and opens up a whole new life path for you. And that is the try something new goal. This is something that helps you step out of your comfort zone and maybe try something that you never thought you would try before a new hobby or a new activity. An example is maybe within your fitness goal, you want to try something new. So maybe you've been lifting weights your whole life. Uh, You've been going to the gym and you've been using dumbbells and squat racks and all that. And now maybe you're like, you know what? I want to try a different type of fitness goal. Maybe you want to try yoga or calisthenics. That's a new experience. That's a new activity, a new hobby. And you never know, maybe that's your thing. Maybe you've been lifting weights your whole life and then as soon as you go to your first yoga class, you're like, wow, why has this been missing from my life? Maybe that starts you on a whole new journey where you dive deep into yogic tradition and and Eastern medicine and Eastern practices and philosophy and you become a yoga teacher and you travel to India and, and study yoga and you go on this whole new life path all because you tried something new. You got out of your comfort zone, you got out of your regular routine, and you expose yourself to a new experience that could change your life. Another example that I said before is like within your reading goal. Maybe you want to try a new genre. You've been reading romance your whole life. Maybe you're like, let me try and pick up a personal development book. Let me try to pick up a finance book. Let me try to pick up a marketing book. You never know. You never know. That's the cool thing about the try something new goal. You never know what's going to happen. And even if you don't love it, you tried it. That's the point. I think we need to preach and and praise trying more, especially trying something new. Because even if it doesn't work out or if it fails or it's something that you don't like, well, at least you know and at least you tried. And I'm sure you learned something out of it. And maybe that thing leads you to the next thing that you fall in love with. You never know. That's the whole point of trying something new. Getting out of your comfort zone because in your comfort zone, nothing's changing. There's no growth. As soon as you step out of it and put yourself into a new experience, that's where possibility happens and that's where opportunities show up. So that's the try something new goal. The next goal is a goal I think almost everyone should have or have some sort of awareness towards and that is a financial goal. Who needs money? Literally everybody. (laughs) That is the world and reality we live in. We need money to survive and and thrive. 
And so having a financial goal is super important. Not only because you need money, but you are full of abundance. There is unlimited money out there. There are people that are so rich. Why not you? If you actually believe that you can have more and you start thinking that way, more will come to you. There is no lack. There is only abundance. So having a financial goal is super important. And this completely depends on where you are in your life. Something that I've learned from the book Think and Grow Rich, which is like the ultimate book for finances and, and creating financial wealth and freedom. Something that Napoleon Hill says that you must have a specific goal in mind when it comes to your finances. And that is the specific amount of money that you want to make in the specific amount of time with a specific plan. That plan is how will you acquire that money? What will you do? And then also what would you use that money for? How do you give back? Because it's when you it's when you have money to not just for yourself but for others, that's where more money flows. So having a goal where you have a specific money amount of money in mind with a specific time with a specific plan and a specific use for that money is super important to to have. And I think for most entrepreneurs or business owners or people that work for themselves, that is necessary, especially in a year. To know what you want to do in a year is super important. But also in just because it's 2022 doesn't mean you just have to make yearly goals. You could have a five-year plan, a 10-year plan. Just having some sort of financial goal is super, super important. Or maybe you have a job. Maybe you're working for somebody and you have a salary or working by hour. Maybe your financial goal to could be to make a second income, to create a side hustle, to maybe invest your money, the, the money that you make, and, and have it work for you. Maybe to buy some sort of asset that can help you make more money. Some sort of financial goal is super important in our lives. And just know that Abundance is your natural state. There is no lack. There is no shortage. You can have it all, especially if you believe it. And the way to do that is have a specific amount of money, a specific amount of time with a specific plan in mind, and just go after that. The next goal ties into the financial goal, and it's very general and broad, and it's up to you to how specific you want to make it. And that is a goal related to your career. It is super important to have some sort of career career goal. Not just because you need a job, but because it's your purpose. You were put on this planet for a reason. You're not here by accident. You have something to offer the world. You have some sort of service, some sort of calling that will help you help others. And connecting to that calling, to that purpose, will help you not only create a better life for yourself, but for everyone around you and for the world. So having a career career goal is super important. Let's say you're an entrepreneur. Maybe there's specific goals that you need to set for yourself to get it done that year, that you're trying to accomplish certain things, that you know that you need to get that product, that service out, because you know it'll help people and make a difference. And the longer you procrastinate on it or wait, you're not helping anyone. So creating a goal, a timeline, a map, a plan for yourself within your career, especially as an entrepreneur, is super, super important. Or maybe you have a job already. Maybe you're working for some sort of company or for someone. Maybe your goal is to increase your income 
and maybe your goal is to start your own business, to start your side hustle or become your own boss. Having some sort of goal in your career is super essential because that's what you do every day. That's what you show up. And if you have some sort of calling towards it, if you have some sort of purpose and meaning behind your career, it'll help you create goals and actually achieve them as well. So it's super important to have a a goal about your daily work and how you help others and your service to others. And your career goal can look like a financial goal or it could look like a lifestyle goal or it could look like a goal that's related to others and helping other people. But either way, it's important for you to have a goal about your job and how you help serve the world. Okay, so the next one is a self-care goal. This is something you do on your own by yourself that is helping you take care of your body, of your health. So for example, floss your teeth, have some sort of flossing goal, or maybe you have a nighttime skincare routine that you need to commit to or maybe it's about changing your bed sheets just something some little tasks that you know if you did it would help take care of yourself better it'll help you be healthier and this is some little thing that you kind of overlook in your day or overlook in your routine that's super important to your overall health and well-being So think about your day and maybe something, little thing that you're neglecting and then just incorporate it into a goal that you do on the daily until eventually it becomes a healthy habit that you just have. The next goal is a very common one. Most people make some sort of goal related to this and that is diet. So this can be incorporating healthy foods or eliminating unhealthy foods or it could be Thinking about a eating routine, like scheduling when you eat, or maybe you're going to try some sort of intermittent fasting, something related to the food that you eat. Maybe you want to eat more organic food. Maybe you're eliminating processed food. This one is very common, and there's so many ways to do some sort of healthy food goal and it's super important because food is the real medicine food is what can heal you it's what's give you energy it what it's what keeps you going so having some sort of diet goal is super important and necessary no matter who you are it'll make you feel better which ties into the next goal which is drinking water I don't know if most people drink enough water in the day in a day but it is so important because our bodies are up to 75% water. And so I think the recommended amount of water to drink in a day is three liters a day. Maybe you buy yourself a nice water bottle, a big water bottle that actually tracks how much water you're drinking. Maybe you try to drink a certain amount before a certain time of the day. Maybe in the morning you have a glass. Maybe by the end of the workday, you want to finish two water bottles. Some sort of water goal is super important because it'll keep you healthy and it'll keep your body going. Another way to do a water goal is to actually have affirmations that you say to the water. So water is a beautiful natural resource and water actually holds memory. There's a bunch of uh, experiments where they play like really aggressive music or say like really aggressive hateful things versus saying very loving and positive things and the water re- actually reacts to this 
Water is natural. It is a part of the natural world. So it is absorbing energies, sound, vibration, all of that. So sometimes right before you drink your water, maybe you make it a goal or a conscious habit to say some sort of positive affirmation. I'm healthy. I'm strong. I'm exactly where I need to be. I'm grateful for this life. I am patient. I uh, have confidence. I'm courageous. Whatever it is, right before you drink your water, and it's almost like you're putting that affirmation, those positive vibes into your body. So that could be a different type of water goal that you have. That's something that I started doing, and it's super helpful in helping you kind of just stay mindful and keep those positive vibes and, and thoughts in your vibration, in in your daily life. And so that could be a type of goal that you do um, this year relating to water. On to the next goal. And this is a weakness goal. To work on something you would like to get better at or improve at. It could be anything in your life. Important thing is to just stop and reflect on areas in your life that you think you need to work on, that you need to get better at and make a conscious goal to do that. Maybe, for example, your goal could be messaging people back, texting people back right away. Maybe your goal could be to work on your communication. Maybe you need to get better at actually speaking about your thoughts and telling people how you feel. Maybe your goal could be to work on a weak part of your body. Maybe your goal could be Um, that you're kind of unorganized so you want to do a better job of keeping a schedule or, or writing down things that you need to get done or cleaning your space some area of your life and you'll know this best what you need to work on some sort of weakness that you can slowly make into a strength or just get better at so that it reduces some sort of anxiety or stress in your life because you're so worried about not being good at this or being bad at it or that it feels like a struggle or feels hard. The more you practice it, the more you try and do it, the better you'll get at it and the less you'll worry about it. So working on some sort of weakness finding that area in your life and making it a goal to improve that specific thing. The next goal is a goal that I absolutely love. This is a goal that once I started, I never stopped. I honestly haven't missed a day. And it's not something that you think people would love or that anyone would love, but I crave it. And it, it's I know how beneficial it is for me and my health and so this was a goal that once I implemented I really noticed the difference and that is taking cold showers every day or some sort of cold plunge. I know that doesn't sound ideal or like something that you'd want to do but the benefits from it are so amazing. Somebody who really advocates for cold showers is the Iceman himself Wim Hof If you want to learn more about this, he talks about all the benefits to our bodies, to all the systems in our bodies, and how the human body actually responds to cold exposure and how it can help you heal and actually return your body functioning to optimal conditions. And so how this, how you can start taking cold showers is you don't have to just take a cold shower. You can take your regular hot or warm shower, but at the end, Turn your water to cold and start slow. Maybe just turn it to cold one day and put yourself under the cold water. That's enough. And then slowly start to increase the time. Maybe you start with just a second or two, which is fine. Increase it to 10 seconds, to 30 seconds. 
maybe a minute. Then maybe you even start to implement ice baths or, or cold plunges. This is something that will have such an amazing effect on your energy and your body daily. I'm somebody who's personally always cold. I'm always cold. I'm that person who is always complaining about being cold, needing a blanket or a sweater or not, never dressing warm enough. So cold showers for me was just like a big no, like no thank you. But what I learned is that it actually helps you regulate your body temperature so you don't feel cold all the time. So what happens is now, after I take that cold shower, once I step out of the shower, I feel great because my body is already cold. So then when the shower, the water turns off, when it goes to room temperature, I'm not shivering or cold. Actually, the room temperature feels nice. It actually feels okay. Versus when you end your shower with a hot shower and then you you stop the water and you get out, then you're all cold because you just went from hot now to room temperature. So it feels colder. So for me, the cold showers have actually helped me feel less cold and helped me develop a better relationship with the cold. I don't fear the cold. I live in Canada, so the cold was a problem my whole life. I love some. I love summer. I love the sun. I love the heat, and I always despise the cold. But this has really helped me build a healthy relationship with it and not get stressed out about it. Now I actually enjoy. Weirdly enough, I actually enjoy taking my cold showers. I. I, I crave it. And like I said, I haven't missed a day. This was a goal. I started in March 2020. And to this day, I take a cold shower every day. And I absolutely love it. It gives me this burst of energy. And it really just like hypes me up. And it gets me going for the day. And I love it. So I highly recommend that you try to implement some sort of cold shower in your 2022 goals. It'll help with your body, but also help with your energy. And it'll make you feel good. The next goal seems obvious, but I feel like most people don't do it enough, especially with what our lifestyles are like today with work being so demanding and just other things, other responsibilities that we have. And that is to spend more time in nature, have a better relationship with nature, spend more time outside. I know this could depend on where you live. For me, for example, I live in Canada, so eight months out of the year, it's cold. It's not really favorable to go outside. But I know that how much nature impacts me. I know the positive benefits that come from me spending time in nature. If I'm ever feeling stressed or something's on my mind, going for a walk is my favorite kind of therapy. Hanging with the trees, spending time outside in the sun just breathing fresh air it changes your state so much we forget that we're a part of nature we have a special connection to mother nature and the more time you spend out in nature the better you feel and the more you'll feel like yourself an example of a way that you can do a a nature goal is maybe go for a walk maybe spend some time outside maybe do your workout outside maybe after you eat dinner go around the block Take one lap around the block. Another way is right when you wake up in the morning, let's say you really, you know, it's really cold outside, you don't want to go outside. They say that if right when you wake up, you just spend some time in the sun. So even through a window, if you just allow the sun to hit your body and go into your eyes, it actually helps wake you up 
and gives you more energy. But the best part is, is that it actually helps you fall asleep faster at night because the sunlight helps regulate your body systems, your circadian rhythm. So it allows you to form a better wake and sleep cycle. If as soon as you wake up, the sun comes into your eyes, your body knows, okay, it's daytime, it's time to wake up. And then when it gets dark, your body is in that cycle, in that system where it knows it's nighttime, you start to feel tired and you're ready for bed. So any sort of activity related to nature is going to be a good goal to set for yourself because it'll help you feel more energized and more importantly, more like yourself because we are nature and we have a connection to it. And the next goal is a sleep goal. I think everyone should have some sort of sleep intention. Uh, like I said, for nature, waking up and getting some sun in your eyes so that you're regulating your system could be an awesome sleep goal. Or maybe your goal is to go to bed earlier. Maybe it's to cut your phone off at a certain time, cut the TV off at a certain time, and be in bed by 9 p.m. and then being going to sleep by 9.30. Some sort of goal where you're regulating your sleep cycle and your system so that you can actually get a proper night of sleep. Because sleep is when your body restores itself and gets its rest so that it can function optimally when you're awake. So it's so important to have a proper sleep routine. Or your sleep goal could be to wake up earlier. Maybe you're a night person and you're trying to really become a morning person and, 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 and make the most of your mornings and, and be more productive. So your goal is to wake up earlier. Start with a time that you know you can wake up at. You know, when I first started this, I started at like 6 a.m. And to me, that was a hard habit to keep. It was just so early and it was easier for me to have days where I just be like, no, it's too early. I'm tired. I'm hitting the snooze. I'm going to sleep. But it, it would be really helpful. Maybe you start gradually. Maybe you start 8 o'clock, then move to 7. Then you can go to 6.30, maybe then 6. Work with what you know you can do and then slowly adjust. Another sleep goal could just be not pressing snooze. As soon as your alarm goes off, you wake up and you're up and at it. This is an awesome goal to have and you'll notice the difference in your life right away. You'll feel less groggy, you'll have more energy and it'll just slowly become a habit and something that you can just be, do. The more you practice it, the more you'll be able to do it. So having some sort of sleep goal is super important because we all need sleep for our bodies, for our minds, just for our well-being. So having a sleep goal in 2022 could be a game changer for you. This is an interesting goal that I think everyone should have. And it's so small, but it could have such a big impact. And that is a mirror goal. What I mean by that is I think a lot of people struggle with even just looking at themselves in the mirror or they don't really spend that much time thinking positive things while they look at themselves in a mirror so for 2022 you can have a goal that once a day maybe it's in the morning maybe it's before you go to sleep maybe it's sometime when you use the bathroom in the day to really look at yourself in the mirror look yourself in the eyes don't look at yourself and judge yourself. Just simply look at yourself and smile or say something nice about yourself or say something nice about your life or your day or just say something that you're grateful for, some sort of gratitude, something that while you're looking at yourself in the mirror, you're starting to feel good. You start building a healthy 
positive relationship with your body image, with who you are, where you're at in your life, and really feeling good while you're looking at yourself. I think this is so important when you're building a connection to yourself because if you feel good, if you think you you know, look beautiful, if you feel like you feel good, then others will feel that energy radiating off of you and also think the same about you. So it's super important to, fe- to, to fuel that positive relationship with yourself first. And I think some sort of mere affirmation or mere goal can really help you develop that positive relationship with yourself. Which leads me to my next goal, which is a relationship goal. You have a relationship to everything and anything. Every single thing and object in this world you have a relationship to. For example, if I say grass, somebody could think warm, fuzzy feelings of summer and sun and playing in the grass versus somebody who hears grass and all of a sudden gets itchy and hates it and hates being out there because they're allergic to it. You have a relationship with everything in this world. So taking some time to reflect on certain relationships in your life, how you identify with them, how you associate with them, and trying to fix or heal or repair or just develop that relationship. It could be with a person. Maybe you want to repair a relationship with a lost friend. Maybe you want to spend more time with someone you love, your family. Maybe you want to give more of your attention to your kids or to your partner. Or maybe it's the relationship you have with yourself. You want to limit your negative self-talk and your limiting beliefs and think more positively with yourself. Give yourself more self-love. Find a relationship in your life that you would like to work on and heal or repair or make stronger or, or give more love to. Look at your life, reflect on it and see what relationship, what area you can work on and try to consciously help make that more positive and more healthier. So a relationship goal is super important, not just in 2022, but in all in, in every year of your life and every day of your life. This is something you can constantly work on. The second last goal, and I think something this is something that we can all work on, is to listen, to be a better listener. In 2022, this is something that we can all do for ourselves and for others. Maybe the goal could just be when somebody's speaking to you, just really be present and pay attention to what they're saying. Not feel the need to constantly say something back or talk or when they share a story for you to share your experience on that story. Maybe it's better to just listen and then ask them questions so that you can listen more. I think we need better listeners in this world today. And I think when you become a better listener, you learn more than you speaking about what you already know. You give yourself an opportunity to learn and grow when you're listening to others because everyone has something special to offer. And when you're talking, you're not learning as much as Maybe somebody giving you some sort of insight. If you're constantly talking, you're not giving, even giving someone an opportunity to talk because you're doing it. So you don't even have the opportunity to listen. And when you sit back and really just be conscious and be aware and be present and hear and really listen to people, you never know what you'll learn or what opportunities come up. Or you can do a listening goal by maybe... You want to listen to podcasts. Maybe you want to listen to an audiobook. This is something that people who maybe don't necessarily 
love to read, but would rather listen to a book or rather listen to some sort of personal development daily. I highly recommend that. Just listen to something where you're learning and growing daily. That could be a book, a podcast, some sort of of audio experience that helps you work on your audio skills and your listening skills. You'll be a better person when you become a better listener. So that's definitely a goal to keep in mind for 2022. And finally, my favorite goal up there with meditation is to have some sort of gratitude practice. Gratitude is the secret formula you're looking for, says Abraham Hicks. It is exactly what everybody needs more of in their life. The more you appreciate, the more you're grateful for things, the more of those things that come. So having some sort of gratitude practice in your life is essential. It is a non-negotiable. Everyone should be practicing some sort of gratitude daily. How you could do this is maybe you have a gratitude journal. Every day you write down three things you're grateful for. Or what I do is as soon as I wake up, I say things that I'm grateful for in my life. Maybe right before you go to bed, you say things that you're grateful for. Maybe you look in the mirror and say things that you're grateful for. Maybe you express to someone that you love or care about or even a stranger things that you're grateful for. Some sort of gratitude practice is necessary because that is the fastest way to raise your energy, to raise your vibration, and to put you in a state where you're feeling good, you're feeling present, you have good energy around you, and it puts you in a state of receiving. The more you're grateful for what you already have, the more that you'll get. But if you're constantly looking for more and more and more, it means you're not appreciating where you are right now, which means there's some sort of resistance and all those things that you want will take longer to come to you. If you're just present and grateful to to be alive, to be existing, to have a home, to have food, to have clothes, to have family, to have a phone, to have whatever it is in your life, to have money, if you're just grateful for what you already have, more good things will come. It is absolutely essential that every single person has a gratitude practice in 2022. I think it would really change the world. Even if you're meditating on some sort of something that you're grateful for, you will notice the difference in your life right away. And so that's why I wanted to end with a gratitude practice. It is so, so important. And I hope, I hope you already have one. And if you don't, start now and watch what magic happens in your life. Because honestly, gratitude is the magic formula you're looking for. And that's it. Those are 25 goals that you can have that will totally change your life in 2022. And again, it's so important to make those goals your own. I just gave you the type of goal. There are so many different ways that you can do those goals, but within your day, these are things that are super important and that will help you become the best version of yourself. But make sure that you actually get to know yourself. Know where you're at, know where you want to go, and then adjust those goals to your life and where you're at. And it might be difficult to add all of those goals at one time, so start. Start with something, the lowest hanging fruit. Start with where you can actually do it. Something that you know you can implement and work on, and then just build and build and build and grow and grow and grow until eventually you are your future self. And one day you're going to wake up and look back and be like, wow. Uh, My day actually consists of all these things that one day I wish that I wanted to do. Like now when I look back at my life, 
when I first started my personal development journey in 2017, so not that long ago, and I look at where I'm now in 2022, I actually do a lot of these things. Like I actually somehow implemented them and I know it's just from showing up every day, baby steps. And so the most important thing I want to say out of all of this, out of this whole episode, is that this year, you know, everyone sets their goals in January and you're hoping that they last all the way into December and that these are habits that you actually develop and and it's who you become. These goals are who you become. The thing is, is that what happens a lot of times, people don't keep up with these goals. They fall off. And what I want to say is that if you miss a day, if you miss two days, if you miss a week, if you fall off track at any point, it's okay just start again. It's okay to just start again. Even if you haven't read, you know, if you said you want to read every day and then you don't read for a week, it's okay. Just start again. It doesn't mean that you didn't do this in 2022. Don't write it off as, okay, I didn't do that this year. It doesn't matter. It's your whole life. You're just doing it year by year to help you actually track and make progress. But the progress is that you're every day evolving. You're every day becoming who you're meant to be. You have a long life. All you have to do is keep showing up. So if at any point in 2022, you fall off and, and you and you miss a day or, or, or you, you skip a day or something that makes you kind of get off track, just start again. Don't wait for 2023. Don't say, oh, I didn't work out for me. Oh, I can't do this. Just keep showing up every single day. It's those atomic habits. It's those little things you do every day that will make the biggest impact in your life. And like I said, one day you'll look back and be in awe. Wow, I'm actually doing these things that one day I said I wouldn't do. It wasn't easy and it wasn't perfect. It's not like I just one day may have flipped a switch and it worked. But I kept going. I stayed disciplined. I stayed committed because I knew this was what's best for me. I knew this was going to help me be my healthiest, happiest, wealthiest, most most highest self, the best version of me if I just stuck with it. Even if I fall off a day or two, doesn't matter. You just keep going. And that's that. I really hope you enjoyed all those goals. They have made such a big difference in in my life. And so I hope 2022 is the year you get after and get all that you want and all your dreams come true. I seriously am rooting for you. I'm wishing you all the best. You can do this. We can do this. Every day, just show up. And even the days that you don't feel like it, it's okay. Just keep going. I hope everything works out for you in the best possible way and that all your goals come true and that you make them happen because you know you can make them happen thank you so much for listening to this podcast if you like this episode please let me know i'd love to hear some of your goals maybe there's a goal that i missed out that you'd love to share with me please let me know or maybe there's a goal that you really like that i mentioned that you didn't think of before i would love to hear it so please please reach out to me on instagram at it's a vibe movement and i would love to love to hear from you my dms are always open And if you really like this episode and this podcast in general, please like, subscribe, share, download, all that fun stuff. It would mean a a lot to me. And I'm really, really excited to take this podcast to new levels in 2022. That's one of my goals. So thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you so much. And until next time, all the best. Have a wonderful 2022, everyone. Appreciate all the love. Thanks for being here.
Peace and love. If you like any of these, like learning new things, having new experiences, personally developing, self-awareness in the universe and energy, self-education, science, philosophy, yoga, breathwork, ancient truths, religion, consciousness, health and wellness, nutrition, the art of storytelling, music, nature, epiphany and aha moments, profound synchronicities, the mind, body, soul, spirit connection, and just all around good vibes. We definitely have a lot in common and we are vibing on the same frequency and I like your energy already. Please join this experience by liking and subscribing to this channel, subscribing to this podcast and sharing it with your world. Let's see what we can get up to. Let's make some waves together. Follow Instagram and TikTok at It's A Vibe Movement for high vibe inspiration. And remember, you really are just one epiphany away. Thanks for vibing. Peace.